the inside. She got the scoop on the ones to watch, on the ones that's hot. No one can do it quite like Caroline. Caroline. No one can do it quite like Caroline. It's time for Caroline. You guys, I am so, so, so excited about this interview. It was just one of the most soulful conversations I've ever had with Leah Turner. She's a freaking superstar. Her voice is out of this world. Huge voice. The things that have happened to her... The divine steps that God has laid out for her, not to get all like hippy dippy and like God and all that, but seriously, like she is such a testament to her faith and just following her heart, believing in herself. And her dad said the best thing when someone t- tells you no, you flip it around and you turn it to on. And that means game on. This is going to happen. And that is Leah's fighting spirit. She's had such a journey. Here she is. Her story is amazing. Get excited! Leah Turner in the history. I'm so excited to be here. I am so excited (laughs) to be here in your amazing house that your dad made everything. Yeah, my dad um, owns a number one furniture business like in the world. So he did like. What's it called? What's it called? Mueller Turner Company. Mueller? Mueller. Mueller. Yeah. Mueller. Who's That's Mueller? His business partner. Okay, Mueller Turner Mueller Company. Company. And it's in California in like Yucca Valley area. And he did like. I don't know, the Quincy Jones' home, oh. uh, Celine Dion's home in Vegas. You know, Celine Dion's my favorite of all she's, times. She, she's my number one, her and Michael Bolton. But Celine is, Dion's my oh number my God, one. Michael Bolton <laughs> has literally gotten me through so much. Yes. Like, sitting in the car, oh. like on repeat. Legit. Touch <laughs> me like this. Yes. Oh. I'm telling you. I die for Celine. And then what is Did when, you get to know her? I mean, did he meet her? He met her, but like, didn't like. I mean, you know, he's oh he's God. working there. You know what I mean? Right. Building like he her knows furniture. What her so. house looks like. Yeah. Oh he did gosh. this really cool. Like, um, there's a, uh, like you know, you have like a thing like this at the bottom of your bed. Oh, like a what? Do we I call don't know this? what it's called. Like a wooden. <laughs> like a thing. <laughs> like a wooden thing. <laughs> like a thing. Okay. And then you push a button, and the TV pops up. <gasps> oh. Out of it, right in front of your bed. It's like. Far out. Yeah, it's really fancy. Oh my god, these are all fancy. Oh my gosh. Okay, so Mueller Turner, Mueller Turner Company. Everyone, if you need furniture, yeah. do they ship? Uh, well, it's all custom. Okay, so if you live in LA and you want awesome furniture, there's yeah. your people. They're they Yelp people. They the Yelp people. They Yelp people. They Yelp people. They Yelp people. I'm like deaf. They. I'm taking my beanie off. Excuse me, uh, operator. Hello. Okay, so we got to talk about you because something I love most about you is your belief system. Yeah. And I personally want to know how you got to this (laughs) because you have had a wild journey. Start from the beginning. First off, you have a huge voice. Like you have this monster voice. You're a total bombshell. Thank you. You have incredible breasts. Sorry. I was you're wondering like, if you're gonna go there. I was just like, oh my god! And like, you know, I'm just trying to hug you. And like, boobs everywhere. I'm just saying. Uh, I mean, like, thank you. I got it from my mama. You got the full package going on here, and you got a killer personality. Thank so, you. how did you come into this journey from LA? And yeah. you you have the, you could have gone probably rock if you wanted yeah. to, but you got a country soul. Yeah. Like, just start at the beginning. Where did where well, did this all come from? Oh gosh, I mean, from the beginning, beginning, or just whatever. I've beginning. always been singing since I can ever ever remember. Since I was, you know, I wrote my first song when I was six years old, coming home from church. Um, you just got inspired to sing. Yeah. Well, my best friend was leaving, 
And so I just wrote this song. I don't even know if I can remember it. What? But it was something like, friends are friends forever, like just like Mama said. And it was something about like Jesus binds our hearts together. <laughs> together. We're together till the end. Yeah. <laughs> and I love you. Don't leave. You know? <laughs> she left? So, yeah, she oh, moved. She moved. But we're still very close. Okay. But um, so I've always, always, always been singing since I can remember and guitar lessons and piano lessons and voice lessons and you name it if it had anything to do with music. You're doing it. I was in it. My mom just really, you know, encouraged it and pushed me in it. So cut to going to college, went to Santa Barbara, and all my classes started taking songwriting classes. And then a guy in the songwriting class, the final was whatever song got picked, I would sing in front of a celebrity guest. And that celebrity guest was Kenny Loggins. Ah! Yeah, because he has a home in Santa Barbara. Okay. And so then my song got picked, and he was like, I'm not telling you to drop out of school, but I'm telling you to, to drop out of school, <laughs> <laughs> to pack out stuff and get out of here. If Kitty Loggins says that, yeah. it's time. How old were you? Again? Yeah, I was 19. I was in college. He's like, girl, you don't need school. Mm -hmm. Okay, great. Yeah. So you took his advice. So I took his advice, called my parents, and that was the next logical move was LA because right. that's, you you're know, so close. Where else do you do music? You right. Know, but there. So I called my parents, said I'm dropping out, and they were like, cool, we'll send up the truck. Your parents are cool. Yeah. Well, they've always believed in it, you know? How always. awesome are you to have parents that aren't scared of your talent and aren't yeah. scared of you chasing it? Or the failure. Like, and like when you fail, you get back up. Like, it's always like, all right, well, that door didn't open. Well, let's keep going, you know? And they never wanted, they never were worried about you having like a safe job or no. anything. They're like, you go, There you go. Do it. I remember my dad said, we will make this dream happen if we have to go to our last square of toilet paper. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm about there. Holy. <laughs> well, how amazing because if you don't have a dream yeah. and if you don't have people believing in you then what do you have nothing. i mean i'm sorry to sound like such a you have nothing screaming from the rooftops but you got to go for you it have nothing you literally and you had support because it's so scary to chase a dream i remember oh, i so packed up i had a jeep uh cherokee at the time and i remember i left because kenny Loggins said leave <laughs> so i left so he gave you that one conversation yeah that was it and you've never talked to him since have never. you i actually it came full circle because i'm signed to william morris agency and he's signed to william morris and so rob beckham um took me backstage and i you know i don't know if that told the whole story did you tell him the whole story yeah. be like kenny you and told me yeah, this and, yeah. I and here i am and we're signed to the same agency oh my god this is so cool you so know? take me on tour yeah. <laughs> I, can i come you know what did he say he what was just very realize? gracious i'm sure you know he, stories happen like that to him all the time, mm -hmm. you know? He was very gracious and was just like, well, I, you know, I'm, I'm glad it's working out, you know, because you tell somebody that and then it doesn't work out. <laughs> You're like, and you've ruined my life, Kenny Loggins. <laughs> and now I have no house, no nothing, you know? So he was like, I'm but really you, glad. You do have a house. We're yeah, in her yeah. house, everyone. <laughs> We're here, but, you know, yeah. it could have gone another right, right. another way. Um, so anyways, did that and then, um, you know, God is so good that I had a chance encounter with um, I'm Berta Gatika's wife, who Who's is that? partners with David Foster. Oh. And so I recorded Five Sides with David. Oh, and my then, gosh. You just ran, you just became friends with her, and then she's like, you got to meet my... Well, we were um, at, me and my mom were at a restaurant in Beverly Hills, and um, I was a server at the time, okay. and they didn't realize that I was a server, and so one of the other guys sent us over free dessert. And it was because he was a busser at the place I was working. And so she said, why do you get free dessert and we don't? And I don't remember what I said, but um, I said, well, we can share it with you, not realizing who they were. 
And then she liked the tone in my talking voice. Because you have a really you. good tone Thank in your you. talking voice. Thank you. <laughs> People would say, maybe I should be a sex operator. If this <laughs> okay, give me a call. I'm going to be a sex operator. Like, Hello, um, I'm calling because I really need some love in my life. Well, what can I do for you? <laughs> Is there anything else that you need? Tell me your problems. Huge business. I mean, <laughs> singing, voice, sex operator. <laughs> hey, well, what can I do for you? I mean, mine just sounds like a joke. No, <laughs> no. One time, my uh, a friend from high school called my mom, a guy, and my mom's like, "Hello, you've reached." She has the same voice as I do. She's like, "Hello, you've reached Susanna, and I can't get to the phone, so leave a message, and I'll get back to you." And he left a message and then called me. He goes, "I feel like I should have just paid your mom to leave that message." <laughs> I mean, it's a great voice. Do you always smoke cigarettes or anything? No. You just were born with this. Always have had just, uh, like, a lot of my aunts have raspy voices. Oh, and to be such a bombshell. It's crazy. I mean, do you have to carry, like, taser with you? No. <laughs> you're right. Like, Don't come near me, anyone. <laughs> I know. Yeah. I know what you like, what you see in here, but listen, back no, off. No, no, no. <laughs> but, yeah, we all have these raspy voices. So singing doesn't work out. Uh, sex operating well. Sex operating well. Okay, so she Anyways. likes your tone. So she likes my tone, and she... And this is her, said, David Foster is who to her again? No, um, Umberto Gatica. This is Umberto Gatica's wife. And Umberto Gatica is David Foster's longtime producing partner. Like they've done okay. Whitney and <clears throat> Michael Bublé and um, Josh Groban. I mean, okay. blah, 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 blah. So blah, it's blah. just random. Super random. That's how God works out. <laughs> that okay. is how God works out. My mom calls them Godcidences. Godcidences. I love it because they are not random. <laughs> they are not random. But they feel they so feel random. random. <laughs> Absolutely. So she said, well, are you a singer? And I said, I am, you know, whatever, blah, 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 blah. Um, well, if you're any good, here's my address. She sent me her address. Like her home address? Her home address. Dang. Yeah, Beverly Gatica. She Gatika. really saw something in you. Beverly Gatica. And um, so my mom was like, you send that demo. I don't care. I was like, mom, everyone's husband's somebody in something. Like, she's probably lying, you know what <laughs> I mean? Well, she wasn't. And I sent it, and a week later, I was up at David Foster's house. Yeah, in Malibu and like recording and uh, what? Yeah, what were was, you recording? Well, we I had written songs and so they took me into this place called Record Plant, which is like a really awesome uh, studio in LA. Like everyone records there: Lady Gaga, Justin Bieber, anyone, even country when they come to record there. I mean, that is the place. It's kind of like Ocean Way here. Okay. So, um, went up there and... Are you reco you're recording your own songs? Mm -hmm. So, you meet this person. She likes your voice. Yeah. And she's hooked up to the two, like, biggest music like, people happening. Massive. And then they're like, oh, next week, just come up here yeah. and let David Foster record yeah. five songs that yeah. you wrote, wrote when he just yeah. met you? Yeah. What? Like, legit, like... <laughs> and I didn't, didn't even have good songs, though. I didn't even realize that I was going to... Um, David Foster's house, like Umberto just said, here is the address because they had their studio there and come and meet us. And so I was like, okay. And so um, I went and you had to go through, like he doesn't live there anymore, but you had to go through like two gates. And I'm not kidding you, this house was, I was like, what? <laughs> like it is so massive. The, there was a trolley that took you from the main house down to the pool. No joke. You, like, got in it and, like, went down. It was insane. Uh, and then I think it, they said that the um, front yard is, like, three football fields long or wide. So whatever. are you, like, jaw on the ground? Yes, girl. I was, like, driving up there in my janky Jeep. Like. How old are you? 19 at this point? I think I was 20, yeah. <clears throat> are you, like, by yourself? Yeah. 
So what yeah. in the world are you? Can you speak when you? Get I there? was literally <laughs> just like, oh my god! So then I go in there and, and like really fast though. Why did they? Were they looking for a girl to sign? Were they? Were, were I they looking? For I something? know they just said that they, they just liked you. Just they just liked my voice, and I, I had four songs that um, I sent over to them. So they weren't um, looking for anything. They I don't just, know what they were doing. This is. What okay? I don't know. That's you know that's insane. It's insane. It's insane. Like, so like, it's oh, really just come insane. to the house and let David Foster yeah, record well, you because I, I like your know. voice. And then oh so God. then I get there and like I see all. I mean it is like from floor to ceiling of like every record you've ever thought of and listened yes. to from like the Tubes. I think that was their name to like Donnie McClurkin to like. Toto to Whitney to Barbara Streisand. I mean, like, you're just like, what? And, and in the room that I recorded in, like, did the vocals, um, is where he has his piano and he had, like, this mic that dropped down or whatever. Like, you're literally standing in there with, like, the tapes of, like, the bodyguard. of no. like Yeah, because it was old school, you know, because that's how they recorded it. And I'm like, I mean, I literally, like, there was a moment when I was just like, I just need a moment. Because <laughs> I didn't, under, I didn't, like, I was like, this is surreal. Well, and it's like, why is this even happening? I don't like, know. Why is it happening? It's like, you dream, like a fantasy no, this is yeah, true. Yeah. So I didn't realize I was going there. I met Umberto there. And then I was in there kind of just, like, singing over some stuff, you know, like, he, like, played down some chords or whatever. And just to hear how I was in the studio and, and whatever. And then he goes, somebody wants to meet you. And I was like, okay. And so, like, I walk out and it's David Foster. And I was like. Uh, okay like that's crazy so we did we recorded four songs that, that i day? wrote no 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 Mm-mm. this oh. was over a course of like i don't know, say a couple months so what was their vision with you like why did they say they wanted to they just really liked my tone and there was nobody like my tone except really pink um, that so they just wanted so they were to gonna record and then pitch you to labels. and see what was what they could come out of because he also David also has a record label with Warner Brothers it's called One Four Three okay so they were just like gonna have fun like yeah. musical creativity and, and fun see with what happens see what they they literally just love making music and yeah. they loved your tones so like, let's create let's do it yeah well, that's kind of beautiful it was really awesome it was because really, that's really cool. truly for the sake of the art right there. yeah. Yeah, I don't even love like, that. I don't know if they were looking for somebody. I don't. I don't know anything. I just know that, like, yeah, I was there. Okay, and it was happening. So two months or so, you're yeah, recording yeah, four recording, songs you wrote, recording, and then I got them back, and it just wasn't me. It wasn't. Mm-mm. Did they? Nope. Were they crazy about them? Yeah, I mean, they thought it was great, but I was. I remember pulling into my driveway at the house in West Hollywood, and I said, called my dad, and I said. I am not Barbara Streisand. <laughs> I am not Michael Bublé. <laughs> this is not me. And so I had to go and say, like, this isn't me. You went and told David Foster, yeah. and I don't, I can't say that other guy's name. Umberto Catica. Umberto Catica. <laughs> you went and told them. When you literally, and you have nothing else going on right nothing, now in your life. Nothing, <laughs> nothing. Like I was <laughs> serving at Mastro's Steakhouse in Beverly Hills. But you wouldn't turn them down. You said I politely declined. <laughs> oh my god! Well, I didn't say it like that. I was bawling, crying. Like, but how crazy I is that don't know, you? And, and I and this and and I just love you guys so much. With that. But you know, like literally. But how really crazy sad. that you knew? We're gonna have some champagne Cheers. on that note. Cheers! <laughs> Cheers to you. Cheers. But how crazy that you knew. To stand up for your sound at that point, because break this down, because this is the truth that happens. A lot of people, yeah, uh, get hooked up with really powerful 
people and then they change their whole vibe they change yeah. their sound they change everything yeah. and they're usually the person so young and green like you were Me, at that point I was green and they're like okay well shoot if they say to do it then yeah. I just need to do it because this is my only shot but yeah. not you nope not well, you I just also knew that they kind of like and this is nothing because I'm still I don't talk to um, I'm not close to David Foster at all um, and not because any bad blood just, <clears throat> just but went I, different ways went different ways but I still am close to Umberto um, and he's incredible. He's Chilean. He has a really thick, um, you know, Latin accent and very fiery. And he's such a good looking older man. Holy moly. <laughs> like salt and pepper. You're like, okay, Umberto. Okay. <laughs> um, but there was a little bit of times, like when I was in the studio, it was like, can you clear up your rasp a little bit? Can you? So it was, they wanted to slick me a little mm-hmm. bit, which is what they do. And it's beautiful and it's amazing. But like, I'm refined. I'm not slick. Yeah. You know? And, and you I don't just, want to be slick. I don't want to be slick, you know? Um, but it didn't end there. And they said, well, what do you want to do? And I said, I, I want to go to Nashville, I think, you know? So how did you know you wanted to go to Nashville? I don't know. I Well, because my dad's a... a cowboy he's a professional team roper so he like I was raised country you know I can ride you know barrel race like my dad's been in the You're rodeo. country girl I mean yeah from California you know the west is wild do you feel like <laughs> you are could be the new Tanya Tucker but with a huge range like she obviously you got a, Tanya has a best, like, right. best <clears> voice <throat> ever but she has that rasp. rasp yeah do you feel like you who would be your inspiration of country <laughs> Um, gosh. Because you have solution. such a huge range, though. That's the I thing. do. I do. It's because I was trained to opera in Santa Barbara, so that's why I learned to really do that. Um, geez. I always say that if Pink and Shania Twain could have had a baby, that would be me. Okay. Like, you know, Shania's sassy, but she's really refined and really sweet. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? That you can swallow it. And Pink <clears throat> is a heck of a singer. And she's just kind of like a boy, you know what yeah. I mean? But then she can tear your heart out with a, a ballad. And so if I could put those two together, that would be When you me. say kind of like a boy, do you just mean like she just has that energy where she's unapologetic about... Unap- yeah. And just... And, and she's, not, she's not really like soft. No. But no. she is so womanly. In so her, womanly. Yeah. And she's beautiful and she stands for being a woman. And um, that's awesome but she and I like the way that she kind of like puts her middle finger to certain situations she does it very smart it never sounds angry to me mm-hmm. it sounds like I would have said that you know like you and your hand tonight like stop buying me drinks yeah you're going home alone yeah. you know who would have thought you and your hand tonight <laughs> yeah you know exactly. you know what I mean she yes. says things very smartly and she doesn't smartly. care she's not word? trying smartly. to smartly she's, <laughs> I, that's a word <laughs> it is smartly and she but she's getting her point across she's like listen yeah don't mess with me. Yeah, like I can buy my own drink and you're going home with your hand. You know, yeah. yeah, I'm not looking to get a one night stand. Yeah, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, and I love that she stands in her authority of who she is. And that's yes. that's amazing to be able to do that, you know? So, it is amazing. Yeah. Why is that especially hard for women, do you think? I, oh, you know, um, well, I never thought being a girl meant that I couldn't do something until I moved to Nashville. Okay, break that down. Um, I don't know. I just always, I mean, my dad just always was like, I mean, there's nothing could do like, you know, you, all he, all of his, uh, brothers have boys and I was the only girl and it was like, put her on the horse. She'll go. Yeah. You know what I mean? You probably love um, that. It's just, you just, you just go, you figure out, you do it. Just, it doesn't matter. You what know happened what I mean? in Nashville? You know, I mean, it's just hard to get, um, 
I think there's such a different way of thinking is, you know, women shouldn't have as big of a voice. You can have a voice, but if it's what voice is told to you to have sometimes. Um, And I've been blessed to be so supported by country radio and um, to get the record deal that I got. You have to sign a deal straight with Sony, right? After the David Foster thing? Yeah, well, no, that was, I moved back to, to, I moved to Nashville um, about four years later. Okay. I signed my deal. um, I feel like my lips are chapped. Do they look chapped? Lips look great. They do. They look beautiful. (laughs) Awesome. (laughs) Uh, Thank you. Um, I, yeah, I moved, I signed my record deal when I was 25. So um, that was four years ago. Um, So I moved here four years later, 20, 25, maybe four and a half, um, and was blessed enough to get it really fast. Okay, so finish your thought about why it was hard for women in Nashville and then your experience with the record deal. You know, I mean, I've been blessed to say I got a deal really fast, whatever, but you, um, it's hard. It's hard, you know, because you're on the road, you're doing this, you're doing that, and we do have different needs, you know? Um, And I think it's okay to be a woman and be delicate, Mm -hmm. you know? It it, it really is okay, Um, but sometimes that's taken not okay. It's it's more of a burden, you know? It's easier... excuse me, it's easier to have, you know, the guy that throws on the baseball cap and the t-shirt and roll out. Well, we can't do that. So I'm up at four o'clock in the morning, putting on my lashes, putting on concealer, you know, whatever. Because there's a little bit of a different standard that's um, held for us, you know, and it's easier to not have to, um, you know, have five bags when a guy brings a duffel bag. You know know what I mean? Right. So I think sometimes we get... um, typecasted as maybe just high maintenance or a diva or something difficult when really you're just doing what you got to do to look great yeah and do I'm, your best performance and yeah. put your best foot forward yeah you know I'm just trying to like I think we're all just trying to keep up mm-hmm. you know what I mean and we got a little bit more keeping up to do because you know <laughs> we can't roll in with a baseball cap because if we do roll in with a baseball cap it's like we don't care right you know what I mean and that's right. not the case but my ass didn't want to be up at 4am all the time Ugh. putting on lashes and putting this on and putting that and making sure my hair is always like some days I literally just want to be in a baseball cap and tennis <laughs> shoes and a t-shirt. And I still have as much passion about the song or the single or the radio station that we're going to, whatever, as any other you know person. Just sometimes it just sucks. So if there was a little bit of grace, mm-hmm. I think, shown uh, in those situations that it's not, we, we do, we we, 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 it's a little bit more work it is. for us, you know? So tell me about how you got your record deal, how that happened and what that was like. Cause it yeah. was like lightning for you. Yeah. And right after that, was the women's movement starting when you got your deal or was it no. right after? <laughs> it was like right after. Okay. So explain yeah. to me how your deal came about and what that looked like for you, how it felt. And then this women's movement that's happening. Yeah. Cause it's kind of huge right now. It is. It's huge. And it's a, it's a blessing. It's kind of awesome. Um, so my attorney, Jeff Biederman, um, called Jim Catino and he was said... head A&R at Sony. Yeah, the VP A&R at Sony. Yeah. yeah. Um, <laughs> that uh, he had a female that, you know, he thinks that I re- he really needed to hear. And so I walked into Catino's office with my EP already that was released on Sony, already written, because I had been coming back and forth working with Jesse Frazier and mm. Carrie Barlow. And those two are huge hit makers. Jesse does like all of Thomas Rhett stuff, co-produces Florida Georgia Line. Florida Georgia Line. Everyone. Carrie has written every Everything. song under the sun. And also Jesse runs Rock Nation now, the Nashville 
um, wing for Jay-Z. Oh, dang. Go, Jesse. Yeah. All right. He started off in publishing. Isn't that funny? He's the I very first bot. person who gave me my internship. <laughs> he got me started. It's crazy how you evolve. It really is. If you is. stick around, people just evolve. And if you don't give up. Yes, you can't you give up. You cannot give up. And also, I think another thing, too, it's not only about not giving up, but it's also about maintaining a positive attitude. Absolutely. You know, because there are times that I just want to punch <laughs> stuff <laughs> you know like I do yes. well cause then, it's just not right no it's frustrating it's like what the heck you it's know? like you have all this talent you have mm-hmm. the full package you yeah. have the song yeah. but what yeah and then you see something else that makes and it and I'm like, oh. like how did that make it yeah, but you know, I mean, everything has its time. Okay, but, so Jesse Frazier. Yeah, so you Jesse, guys, you were riding with them. So yeah. you've been coming back and forth to Nashville. Coming back and forth to Nashville. Um, I was engaged, Lord Almighty. Oh my God, but you did tell me one thing about your engagement. Remember? So, the near-death experience happened, right? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Which I think is... That's crazy. Uh, those are that, crazy. For him, not for me. Yeah, yeah. Not, yeah, for That's him. That's crazy. He's, he was a pro snowboarder and just... An adrenaline junkie. <laughs> He's a good dude. He's married now. But so I came, sat with the meeting, um, played like just some work tapes and like fumbled around on the guitar. And Katino said, um, I uh, want to sign you to Sony. Just like that. I swear That's to God. what dreams are made of. Shoot. I mean, this voice you have is something else. Just to like get, that. To, to get signed on the spot, <clears throat> though. But Leah, honestly. I have right now. It's okay. <laughs> to have, to get signed on the spot that yeah. does not happen even when people get signed it's like courting many meetings many showcases and then it gets signed to get signed on the spot your voice is something else thank you so were you like um, i went well i don't i said are you effing kidding me <laughs> you did <laughs> i did i just said are you effing kidding me and he was like no is that something that you know you think you would want to do and i was like yes <laughs> so i'm not kidding so then, um, it really happened. It was really crazy. Um, so then, dang! We, I mean, I cannot even believe that happened to you. Yeah. So then we were. I was the quickest signing to Sony in twelve years. Wow. Yeah. Who um, was the quickest one? Uh, twelve years later. I didn't ask. I didn't oh. care. I was like, ah, oh, yes. I'll take the title. I will take the title. I got it. <laughs> um, and then. Uh, so then we went in to start making a record, and Jesse Frazier came, and Carrie Barlow came, and um, did you, you write the whole album? You'd already written it, basically. Yeah. Well, them. we we cut twelve songs, and then just an EP uh, came out. But <laughs> you know how that goes. I know an EP uh, is like five to six. Songs. Yeah, five. Mm-hmm. Five. Um, so we did that, but like when we were in the studio, because like the songs were coming out so good, and there was such a an amazing buzz about me, which is like such a blessing. Yeah, you came in town with a big, big, big buzz. Yeah. Um, that uh, they, I'm not kidding, we were in the studio just cutting demos, and Katino said, because there's three labels under Sony, there's Columbia, RCA, and Arista. So I was not assigned to a label yet. Like, okay, so they were just I was just signed you? to Sony, but I hadn't been placed into like my chamber, I guess. And I for know. all those people listening, the three different labels means that there's a head label, head guy who runs all three labels, yes. but then each individual labeler has label has its own president, yes. its own promotion staff, yeah. its own team. Marketing. So there's three different teams yeah. under Sony. Yeah. Yeah. So if you're on Arista, then you really it's a totally different experience than if you're on Columbia. Columbia, yeah. but they're all Sony. Yeah. Just for someone else who wouldn't know what exactly. That means. So, so you're just floating. You don't know where. Uh, yeah, you're I'm land. just recording. I'm just like, holy crap, this is crazy. Um, so we're doing that, and then. Um, 
literally, Coutinho gets a phone call and he says, um, well, we're upgrading these to masters and we're making a record. And all of us were like, what? What? Yeah. And a master means all like, of a sudden it's, yeah. it's like quality to it's go going. on an album. Mm-hmm. Like it's album quality. Yeah. So and, you're like, oh my gosh. Yeah, and I can't forget to mention Rusty Gaston. Oh, and the best. I this him music. He's he's incredible. Positivity for days. Oh my God. One of my biggest champions. I wrote for him and this music for three years. Um, and he was such a champion and such a song guy mm-hmm. that I'm so grateful that I had him in my corner during this time. And I still talk to him like, hey Russ, like, uh, what do you think about <laughs> this? Like, what do you think, you know? So um, but anyways, we were in there and Rusty was there and Jesse and Carrie and Jim Catino and um, we were making a record and so we did it and literally I was already on radio tour you guys and I had not even signed the dotted line why was it happening so fast because usually you have to wait forever I mean, the music was I don't was, know it lined up Jesus <laughs> it was all lined up it was Jesus okay so what tell yeah. me about what happened so now, so now you're on radio tour I'm on radio tour you're going across the country talking to every radio station every every like I didn't even know there was this many radio stations <laughs> in God's green earth it's kind of awesome because you get to see the whole country you get to see the whole country and I got to meet some really amazing radio people that I've been blessed to still keep contact with and like you know really cultivate relationships with them um, and you know they gave me me my first top 40 single that you know you dream of being on the charts and that and so that garnered me to be able to um open for you know brad paisley i was on the road for with him what'd you learn from touring with brad paisley seven months seven months like almost a full year okay well yeah what did you learn from being on tour with brad paisley how how does he do life like how does he do his road life and what did you take away yeah well what i learned from brad is um how to treat your opening acts how does he treat people oh gosh the way he treats people is you know uh we had run of the whole stage um we could use the big screens it's like he basically allowed us to put our best foot forward um and which in, in turn, makes his show better. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? But sometimes people don't want the opening act to be just as good or better or whatever. You know right. what I mean? They and want to make he, sure it stays opening. Them. Opening. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. And he literally, I mean, we had, I mean, full stage. All the, you know, things in the back. We were allowed to put big banners of our names. Um, that and he, you know, had amazing catering. His staff was always like, what can we do? How can we help you? What's this? What's that? Um, he let you know you were wanted. Let welcome. you know that you were wanted and welcome. Um, and then he did really cool things for us. Like he um, rented out a go-kart thing for all of us and had it catered. And so we just, after playing, we rat rode go-karts until 5 a.m., you know. With him? With him. Oh. He um, rented out a whole movie theater for us, and it was just us and paid for everything. Like, we just walked up to the place, and they just gave us our whatever snack we wanted. He just wanted it to feel like a family. Yeah. And the coolest thing that he did, um, the last night, the last day of the tour, um, they all said, you know, you got to get on... Some rode Brad's bus. Um, I rode Randy's bus because I was with Randy Hauser and Charlie Warsham were the um, other Oh, what acts. a fun tour. It was so much fun. <laughs> so much fun. Um, and we were able to go and see Air Force One and literally mm. walk the plane and see where the president sleeps and like all these different things. How did that happen? 
Brad, he, he, <laughs> G- Brad. When you're Brad Paisley, the sky's open. He's friends with the president. I, yeah, he because he had just went. I think it was Obama um, that he had just went with Obama to Afghanistan. Brad did. Yeah. Oh, on how Air cool. Force One. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Okay, so you have this amazing tour. Yeah. You're singles. Everyone's excited about you. Yeah, okay, going. then what happens? Because <laughs> then my ass got dropped. <laughs> but how, how did that happen? Because you come in here, the biggest yeah. buzz in the city. How could it go from that to getting dropped? Well, Explain I know. how that happened. Still trying to figure it out. No. Um, and how do you process oh, that? Oh, Lord. Lots of, lots of, I'm going to be okay. Wine and therapy. Friends. Lots of wine. <laughs> lots of, okay, just take a deep breath. Just this go to the gym. This is part of my journey. <laughs> this is part of my journey. I'm supposed okay. to learn something. I'm going to accept this and I'm going to, you know, turn it into a positive. Remember, I'm like, there's, these. A, there's a blessing yeah. here. <laughs> I swear, I swear there's a blessing. Don't fucking say Yeah, that, yeah, it's true. It's, it's true, you know. Okay, so how, um, what happened and what hap- What did you do? Well, I was only signed for eight months. But it was a huge sign. It yeah. was like, oh, it was crazy. we're so excited about you. We can't sign you yeah. fast enough yeah. sign. Yeah, yeah. Um, and then Gary Overton, uh, who was the president of the Nashville office, uh, he got let go. So it was regime, a regime change. That is yeah. that. Oh, you got you got caught yeah. in a regime change. So and he, people don't realize that can really, really affect an artist's oh, fate. Oh my god. Well, they wanted to, you know, keep me. Um, but uh But Katina, if the next person doesn't believe in you in the same way and you lose your champion, it's just a different saga. And that's what Katino said. He sat me down, he said, Nothing's coming out on you for twenty six weeks. Maybe. But before they were like, couldn't get you yeah, out fast well, enough. Yeah, they didn't have a president. He was like, we don't have a president. Um, I think they didn't have a president for almost eight months. Okay, so Jim was going to act fast and just yeah. get it out there because yeah. he knew that you were going to go. So he's like, I'm taking this opportunity yeah. to get you out there. Get you out there. Um, and then they, I mean, they dropped uh, me, Sarah Evans, Jared Neiman, the Swan Brothers, Levin Theft, and somebody else all in one swoop. How did that make you feel? Kind of better, actually. Tell me why. Had it well, gotten bad? Mm-hmm. So it was good. How long was it good? And when did the switch happen? What did the switch feel like? And then what did the well, drop Well, ever feel since like? I got signed there, um, I, there was rumors that Gary was getting fired. Um, but it, it made me feel better, not because you're happy that other people are getting dropped, but those are some amazing artists that I just mentioned mm-hmm. that have had number ones and incredible careers. Mm-hmm. And still have incredible careers right. and are still relevant. So to be catapult or to be, um, you realize it wasn't about you, right? It was about the situation. It was about the situation. And that's why it made me feel better because like, if it was just me, I'd be like, ah, you know, like, holy crap, you know, right. but it wasn't. And you know, Jared's gone off to be with Curb and same with Love and Theft and Sarah's just Sarah and she can, you she's know, headlining the same team tour right now, I think. She's, yeah, yeah. With Ray Lynn and uh, Callie Shore. Yeah. So um, that's why it made me feel better that it wasn't. You knew it wasn't about the talent Talent that you or the songs right. or, you, you know, that I was a deep you're in or a shitty situation. It was a shitty situation. A shitty time frame. Yeah. So and that happens to so many artists. People just would never know. They're like, what happened? And yeah. that's what happened a lot that's of That's what happened. And so I had two choices. You know, I was pushed off of a cliff, you know, um, and I had two choices and that was fly or splat. Or <laughs> <laughs> and so I just, you know, there's been times that I've had to... Um, take some breaks of flying because my wings are tired, you know. And I think that's good to realize when you need to take a break. Yeah. Because if you push when you're tired, you may end up getting something that's not you good. You could hurt yourself. Yeah. Yes, you <laughs> could hurt yourself or someone else 
Or everyone. Or everyone. All involved you know? might fail if you fly. If, if you, you fly, fly when you're tired. You've got to take a break. Got to take a break. But good for you. You know? It seems to me that you're very good at listening to yourself. I'm getting better. Um, I'm definitely getting better. And this Sony experience um, really helped me, you know, to really just look within because regardless if it was like only the regime change or, you know, it had nothing to do with me, there's always something that you can take from it. You know what I mean? And Those dang blessings. Really. Even you know, though it sucks sometimes. And you, you have to see that there's beauty in the breakdown. There is. And so that's what I'm learning to see. And, you know, I have an amazing, amazing agent, uh, Risha Rogers, and she kept me on the road for the last four years. Which is amazing. So you've been playing shows. You've never stopped playing shows. This is my first summer this last one that um i have haven't been on the road so you even when you your deal even got when you, i she had kept you nothing rolling. she kept me rolling which you needed um, probably oh my god just to stay busy while just, you figure it out just to not get lost in the land of leah up here you know what i mean <laughs> <laughs> you know yes. oh gosh oh. Dude, i know my land of caroline is insane <laughs> i've had to have so much therapy on this head i'm telling you oh. like and there's times you know i stay up late at night and you can't shut your mind off you know and then you sometimes can create fake stories in oh. your head. That's what I've started to realize. Oh though. my god! Just such. because you have a thought, I am I no longer allow myself to piece together thoughts that I've made up. <laughs> unless it's true, I cannot. Unless it's fact. Unless it's fact. If I'm just piecing yes. together yes. speculation, even if I have strong yes. speculation, I'm like, no, it's still made. It's belief. still yes. It's you still an assumption. It's still an assumption. You and know, you might as well not ruin your life by assuming it. It's true. It's really, really true. And so, and you do, you get lost in the land of what if, <sighs> you know, and that's the worst. What did place. I do? What, what could I have done differently? Different what if you know what if yeah. this would have changed or this yes. would have changed or I would have done this or, and it's like you can't you, you have can't. To, you have to iron curtain the past you 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 can't do anything i mean you can you can't change what you didn't do but you can change it now here so learn so the lesson and then change? don't keep you know don't punish yourself don't daily. keep punishing yourself you know what i mean and what did, have you learned and what did you change well what did i learn and what did i change because um. <laughs> i feel like you are in your zone right now yeah. you maybe took a little <laughs> break of flying yeah. What did you do when you took your break? Well, it was really cool. Um, I never stopped working, you know, like I was always out on the road. Um, I was always, you know, writing and, and doing things. And I got, you know, Rusty got me some two outside cuts with a universal artist and then a girl. I think we had like a six week number one. Um, gosh, what is her name? Christy Lamb awesome. uh, in Australia. Awesome. She wrote a song or cut a song of mine called Bad Habit. Um, and it, yeah, it was number one for six weeks. That's amazing. That was pretty cool. And then this girl, Vanessa Marie Carter. She's Look her up, you guys. She's so beautiful. Oh, my God. <laughs> she's so pretty. She's a Canadian artist on Universal and Mickey Jack Combs. Oh, I love him. Producing. Great producer. Yeah, it's producing it. So she just released this song, Bless My Heart, um, that uh, it's not a sweet song. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, bless my heart because I'm breaking all the rules. Oh, <laughs> bless me, please. Yeah. <laughs> like, forgive me uh, what I do on Saturday. Forgive me on Sunday, Jesus. <laughs> So, and I wrote that with Jesse and Hillary Lindsay and Carrie Barlow. Okay, that's a dream team. Yeah, well, I actually cut it on my EP. Mm. Um, and then she, she gave it another life. Great. So that's she's, so cool it's when that happens. So cool. Um, so I took a break kind of out of 
uh, writing about myself mm-hmm. um, and writing and getting in other people's skin, mm-hmm. um, which was really awesome. Maybe you needed a break. I did. You. I did. I needed a break from me. I needed. A, <laughs> I did. Yeah. I needed a break about talking about myself. I needed a break about analyzing. Analyzing. Yourself. Do I feel this? What's this? What's that? And then I had an amazing opportunity last Christmas. Not this one, but seventeen. Okay. I would think. Right. This is eighteen. Oh, gosh. Uh, don't, 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 don't. Okay, don't not this me. Christmas, but the Christmas Math before. Math is not my thing. <laughs> I literally. I'm like, what year are we in? I How literally old am I? count on my fingers. Oh, same. Oh, it's so bad. I know. It's because we're creative. Thank goodness that doesn't have to be our job, <laughs> counting, because I would really be bad. I, I would be homeless. I mean, we'd be screwed. Oh, Lord almighty. Okay. Um, so I had an amazing opportunity to um, write this actor. Um, his name's Jeremy Renner. Who is that? He was in, have you ever seen The Hurt Locker? No. Um, you haven't seen The Hurt Locker? No. Oh, it's, I know, I'm it gonna, won a bunch of Oscars. I'm going to embarrass myself. I'm so not in the loop of what's happening in the, the world. The Avengers? Okay, I haven't seen that either. <laughs> <laughs> but At I least know, you're honest. I know about it. <laughs> Anyways, he's a very easy. I'm like watching Golden Girls <laughs> in my bed on Netflix when I get some TV time. I'm like watching Friends, like on repeat. I um, do only watch things that make me feel happy. My brain's too fragile. Same, same thing. <laughs> I can't put stuff in there. I can't. Sometimes, sometimes I'll watch like a movie and then I'll have to watch something happy yes. so I can sleep. Like this is us kills me. I'm I can't, so addicted I don't, uh-uh. to that show, I can't, but I'm like, it's breaking my soul. I can't. I, and in I the just, best way, but I just but I you just, should start. It's really that great. That's what everybody's saying. I know. And I'm like, oh, all right. I'm but it's happen. oh god. Yeah, it's heart wrenching. It's heart wrenching. I got little, enough heart wrenching over here. I know, I'm like, I'm just trying to do it with my own heart wrenching stuff. I can't just trying add to get through the day. Heart wrenching pain. <laughs> just trying to get through the day. Anyway, yeah. um, so Jeremy is, you know, an acclaimed actor. Yeah, He's been clearly um, in all the Avengers, Mission Impossible, Hurt Locker. It's a big deal. He's a big deal. Wind River. He's won um, a couple of Oscars. Oh, great. Um, he's really, yeah, he's, I mean, he is an A-list uh, He is celebrity. A-list as you can get. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> um, so he's this incredible singer. And a friend of mine was like, saw that I was in town and was like managing. Wait, where in town where? In L.A. Okay. Managing his music career. And so he was like, you know, I got this artist that I would love for you to write with. And didn't tell us who he was. And I was like, all right, cool. Like, so I drove up from my parents' house in um, Palm Springs to L.A. <clears throat> and we sat and we Did listened. you know him when you no. walked in? Aren't he wasn't you? even there. Oh. They didn't even tell us. I just trust this guy because he's a pretty oh. big manager. And um, sat down and he played us the music. And I was like, oh my God, who is this? This guy's voice is insane. And he said, it's Jeremy Renner. And I was like, the actor? <laughs> he said, yeah. And so we spent a week. So my girlfriend, uh, Leanna, you know Leanna. Yes. Crazy. She's so fun. I love her. She's not fun. She's crazy. <laughs> I'll say it. <laughs> I love crazy. Though. I love her. She's crazy. Um, she is. She is. She's a, she's a really, she's a good Kind of crazy. Anyway, yeah. so we spent six, seven months uh, at his house in the hills writing his whole entire record. With him with or by him. his... Is he single? Did you try to date <laughs> him too? I mean, shoot. Might as well just make it a one-stop shot, shop. He is single. And, um, Y'all did date. <laughs> no, Y'all no, did No, we did not date. We did not date. You totally we kissed him. Did, did not date. <laughs> <laughs> he was like, and moving on? Well, we did not date <laughs> at all. And we did not do any mattress dancing or anything. Like mattress dancing or anything. <laughs> Nothing. Um, but I do love him, and he's become like a very, very 
Good. Now I'm, I'm not. Is it hot in here? <laughs> I, I gotta look him up. I bet he's a little cutie he's pie. He's so cute. Okay, we'll look. We'll, yeah. we'll he's really cute. Okay, so you um, wrote his whole album? So I wrote his whole album, um, and they're just picking like the songs to come out. I mean, we. I think we... You and Leah wrote Leanna. it? Leanna. Leanna? Everyone always get mixed We and Everyone gets us mixed up too, me and You Leanna. and Leanna wrote it with him, just y'all too? Well, he wrote two of the songs um, with us. But then he just, well, he met y'all, liked y'all, and just stuck with you guys as his writing team. Yeah, it was so crazy. He didn't even try to go like... I mean, he was writing with like Diane Warren. That's what I'm talking about. And like all these crazy people. He could, he could write with anyone. anyone that Anybody. He but he loved the dynamic of you two. Y'all yeah. have a... Yeah. And that happens sometimes though. When people get together, they form yeah. this energy. Yeah. And you can't quite explain it, but it's almost like marriage or best yeah. friendship. No, it is. You just connect, and for whatever reason, it works, and it might not ever be that way with, yeah. with two, anybody else. Anyone yeah. else, different combination. Yeah, I mean, I definitely. So y'all had magic. We we really we really 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 did. Um, so I stayed in California for like six eight months and. Um, did that. So that was really therapeutic for me as it's well. It's probably nice to be just working on someone else's project, but someone yet else's... getting to be yourself. Yeah. Because obviously y'all are probably getting really, getting knowing know each other really well, really writing well. really real <clears throat> stuff. Well, and it's also, you could say whatever you wanted because there is no box. Yes. And so it was really nice to be able to, and it really stretched me as an artist of the honesty that was coming out of him. Um, and it stretched me as a writer. Because you were like, oh, shoot, he's yeah. an A-list, yeah. Oscar-winning actor, and he's being this, this honest. This honest and this raw and this real to us who he doesn't really even freaking know. Yeah. You know I mean? We were like instant, you know, bond. But um, so then, you know, I did that, and that was therapeutic, and it allowed me to get out of a box that I didn't even realize maybe I was putting myself in. Because you the Nashville box, it is a little, especially yeah. for females. Yeah. Very few. Which I've never adhered to. Adhered to. And that's why you're going to be a superstar. When you get never. through, when you break through, everyone's going to be yeah. like, oh my gosh. Yeah. Well, thank you. Um, and so then I was going. freedom. It gave me freedom. And you um, could rest. And I could rest. But and you're still working. Working, but like I was, uh, I was flying on somebody else's wings. And that allowed you to just have a and little that allowed time me to, to chill. yourself. Yeah. You're still focused, busy. Oh. I'm still working on, you know, Music. what I love. And you're growing yourself. And you're growing, you know. And um, so I did that. And then. Isn't it crazy how God works. It really is so crazy. I mean, I never thought in my life that I would have like, you know. But that's a random huge thing that happened to you again. Like all these things are so yeah. random. God is so good. Like the Lord has put such an amazing, you know, favor on my my life. I you know I just. But you say that even though you've had huge heartbreaks, and I think that's why there huge. Is, but I think that's why there is favor on your life because you choose to see the blessings. Yeah. When really, I feel like a lot of people are blessed, but they don't see their blessings. They get stuck in their burdens. Right. And you don't. I really, and I have to attest that to my mom and dad because it's very like my dad would always tell me, um, when someone tells you no, you look at them and turn that sucker around to on and you figure out another way to do it. And I was, um, and that's always what I've done. Like, oh, okay. <clears throat> I've always been like, I've, ever heard. I've always been like, oh, you, you said no. You just okay. turned it on. Cool. I see you at the top, buddy. And figure out, like, I will climb over a wall. I would suck myself in and get there. You know what I mean? Like, yes. I'll figure out how to get there. You know what I mean? And oh, that's the best advice I've ever heard. Yeah, that's what he's always said to me. Like, someone tells you no, you, you turn it around and flip it to on. And that means you have just turned me on. And Not in that way. No, no but like, it, it's You on. flip the switch. Yes. And I'm going to show you why. And that's why I think, like... 
Um, I even I remember Rusty when when I got dropped and he said, "Okay, I, I, you need to mourn this and you need to take a break and blah 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 blah." And I was like, mm-hmm, "Right." And I told my mom, she was like. You are not going to mourn and take a break. You know your ass is going to be on that phone. Like, okay, so what's next? Like, where are we going? What are we doing? You know? <laughs> so he was like, really? So I, I was quiet for about a week. <laughs> and then I called him and I was like, I need to keep writing. And I need you to, like, I just need to keep going. going. And I got to push, you know. And it wasn't that I couldn't handle the silence. It was that I'm not going to crawl into a hole and, and no. give up in a disappointment. Because the Lord has given me a gift and I've been blessed to be able to have um, success in it, you know, even yes. though it's hard and it's bumpy and it sucks. But you've been given confirmation, huge confirmation yeah. along the way. Yeah. This is your gift. This is what you're supposed to do. I'm shit and God's like, I'm going to make you chisel it. Yeah. Because it's a, it's a it's, rough diamond right now. Is. You got to chip it away to get uh, it. You want it to be a rough diamond because yeah. you're rough, but you still got to chip off yeah. some of the dirt. Absolutely. To get to, to the, get there, to get there, you know? and so you've just been Going. committed to chipping. Yeah, I'm chipping. I'm chipping away. So tell me where just you are now. Just call me Chip. <laughs> chip, tell me where you are now. Well, I feel like you're in the best place you've ever been. I am. I feel, with more um, wisdom than you've ever. I do. Had. I do. It's. Um, I just feel like even though I, I don't have a record deal right now. Um, I don't even have a publishing deal right now. Um, You're wide open. I'm wide open. exciting. It is exciting. It's scary as I'll get out. But tell me your new approach, too, because even the way you walk into meetings now is totally different. And that, to me, only a woman who has been through the fire can have the confidence that you have. Like, tell me what you say. Well, I've just been, like, so for the last year, I went through a massive heartbreak and, like, couldn't like shake this guy like, like I, you went through a breakup I, I, I just went through a breakup and I couldn't shake him and you know blah 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 so I just really now went deep inside and just really came out with this new EP of vulnerability but also um not just being vulnerable but knowing who I am what I want to say and like the pictures that I've taken and the song I've done it all on my own which is another confirmation when people are starting to reach out and being like oh my god this song or this this you know th- these pictures this is amazing like this you know doing it all it's on your you. own it's, it's me letting yourself be, be yourself right so now <clears throat> what I've learned is and I kind of always have known this I've always known who I am as an artist and as a person you know what I mean um sometimes I'm so confident in who I am it's like is this bitch arrogant as I'll get out and <laughs> I'm really not I just you know. I know who I am and I stand in who I am and and you and know that's amazing it is. And, and I get scared and I get nervous and I get, you know, cry at home, you know, like some mornings I just wake up and the other morning, and then I'll tell you what I say in the meetings, but the other morning <laughs> my mom called and she said, what are you doing? And I said, well, I just got done yelling at uh, God telling him, <laughs> telling him, you know, what I expect and my expectations. And I said, and I got so into it, mom, that I, I had to apologize. <laughs> She was dying laughing. I had to say, and Lord, I mean, this is all coming from a good place. I'm just really frustrated, so I'm sorry for yelling at you, but this is what I want. <laughs> you know? Why is it happening? Why are you putting me through this widening I did. wheel? You know, like I have enough character. Like please. I'm ready, God. You molded me enough. Yeah, Give I'm chipped away. Jeez. Give me a break. You know? Um I so anyways, it's true. But um, and going through all of that stuff, I've walked in being able to say even more confident with the the reaction that's come from this EP from people, you know. Um, even Jim Catino is setting up meetings on my behalf. How amazing. The guy that? that signed me and and let me go. You know what I mean? Yeah. And we've maintained such an incredible 
Like, Rusty and Jim Catino and Jeff Biederman, my attorney. Your team. Your original they team. They make me cry whenever, like, they talk to me or, I mean, literally, they make me cry because I know, it makes me want to cry now. From them, it's um, just such a place of... They want you to succeed. Yeah. They believe in they you. They believe in me. I mean, they both, they all, I don't write for Rusty anymore, and I don't, obviously I'm not signed to Sony, and they still, the doors open for me to say, what do you think I should do? Well, this music is this, we'll, we'll, we'll go here, we'll take you here. How um, incredible is that? It's so incredible, so that's so encouraging that now I can walk into meetings and say, look, all I want is a team that is going to enhance me and not try and change me. Because I, I know who I am, I know what I wanna say, and I got your attention from doing this on my own. And I'm not saying I'm not gonna listen and I'm not gonna take wisdom, but I need you to like, let me be me and enhance me. Don't, because if you, if you can't, and that's in any relationship, even with a husband or friends or your boyfriend, like there should not be a change. Of course you make adjustments, you know what I mean? Obviously, no one knows everything. We no need each everything. other to mold and to compromise yeah. and to get better and right. work together. You work together. But you know your core. You know, you know your core. And when you know your core and you find that husband or that best friend or that partner or that, or that team, team that surrounds you, and enhances you, you know, because I don't know everything. Shoot, I'm still trying to figure out, you know, but I know who I am. And so... And you're not going to compromise. Because didn't you say every time that you have compromised, it hasn't worked? It hasn't worked. What did, how did you it say It hasn't that? worked. Just, um, I don't even remember how I said it, but it, I mean, it's fake. It feels fake. Every time, and every that time you tried to mold into mold what into, someone told you. Mold into what someone told me or, you know, be a little bit softer here or be a little bit harder here or, you know, stand this way or, you know, wear this or don't wear that or do this. It's always never just it's never been effortless and now because I didn't have anyone telling me what to do which I don't mind being told what to do Mm -hmm. but I was able to just kind of feel it out and and stand in my own that it was effortless and then that's when there's when it's effortless that's when people can react because people sense desperation and they sense fake they sense fake you know and they feel it in their gut and that's all Anybody, and that's what's so beautiful about music and the gifts that you know we've been given. Even you, I mean, have been given. I mean, you music wrote, started my whole <clears> life. Though. Music started your whole life, and you know, with lipstick um, with Runway June. Yeah, yeah, it's awesome. You know, it's, and it it's, led me to this. So it I'm led so you grateful. to this, you know, and it's like you always just look at that road and those roadblocks and whatever that it's just going to take you, you know, s- somewhere somewhere else. I love push. that you are non-negotiable about who you are, though. Now. I have. To, I mean, I have to be. And and if if I'm not, if 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 you're if you're not, it's just it's not gonna. It may work for a second, but it's not gonna. Withstand. But it's not. It's not gonna withstand. It's, it's not gonna not, be classic. It's not gonna it's be legendary. Not, it's not. You know. Mm-hmm. And it was just really awesome to be able to just say, "Screw it, I'm gonna put you're this out." You're willing to walk <clears throat> away from a record deal if someone says, "I want to sign you, but you need to do this." You're willing to say. Peace. I can't because I, I can't. And not that Sony tried to change me or anything. You probably didn't know who you were yet. I didn't. I You know, maybe. Maybe not. I mean, I'm still sassy as I'll get out with that whole record. <laughs> I mean, that is all still there. <laughs> but um, I feel like it's a little bit more refined. Um, I feel like it's a little bit more articulated. Mm-hmm. Um, and I learned in the last year... Um, 
you know, because everyone thinks I'm a badass, and I am a badass. You are a badass. I am a badass. I know you, you know? are. Oh, yes. But also the true definition of what a badass is, is being able to be vulnerable and say, I am not okay. I need, <laughs> I need some help, you know? And that's where, that's the part of badass that I came to, is um, seeing the beauty in the breakdown and being like, look, I... I will clean your house if you will help produce this record for me. I need some help. I yes. will I will cook dinner for you know, I will do whatever it, it takes. You just and need some you need some help. You can't do yeah. it. You need a team. You need, I need a team, you know. But and you need the right team. The right team. You need the right team. And you know, what does it say? Teamwork makes a dream work. Yeah. So you need the right team and I'm assembling that now and the support that Nashville has still shown me because they haven't turned their back on me, which is really amazing because that can happen very this quickly. This town is very fast. Like, you know, once you're out, it's like moving on, moving yeah, on. Yeah. But you're right. They, they, they haven't, you know. Um, because they, you have something so special. Thank you. I really appreciate that. And I'm just grateful for, you know, the Lord and, and that I'm getting a second, you know, a second chance. You know what I mean? That people are still taking meetings with me and answering my phone calls and not like, you know how, you know how they do. Right. <laughs> But you're also you fearless know. in yourself right now, which I think I is the greatest blessing. This whole journey, if, yeah. it could, if it brought you to this, yeah. how truly, not to be cheesy, but like what a blessing. It, it, I mean, it is. And I always say being dropped from Sony was a massive blessing, you know, because it gave me a platform um, to, to learn. It was, you know, it was boot camp. Mm-hmm. And and now I'm ready for the final round. <laughs> you ready for the Super Bowl? I'm ready for the Super Bowl. Oh my gosh. Okay, so I'm going to wrap yeah. up. I could talk yeah. to you forever. I mean, honestly, Leah, you are so Thank inspirational. You. Thank you. And I, I am so it. impressed with where you are. What's your EP called so people can go get it? It's just self entitled Leah Turner. Okay. And it's on iTunes, Spotify. And then the video just uh, premiered on CMT, world premiere. So Leslie Fram has been like. And what's your single? Oh my God, so amazing. Sleep You Off. Sleep you off. Mm-hmm. Leslie Fram, who runs CMT, has oh been the god. biggest advocate for women. Oh my god, she's insane. She's insane. So mm-hmm. yeah, that's it. And then I have a show at the basement, um, like an EP release, which is really scary because I'm doing it all by myself. It's gonna be your best one yet. But the basement, uh, January fifteenth, seven basement? o'clock. No, not January. February. February. Fifteenth. We're in February. Right. There's those numbers. <laughs> you know. So the day after Valentine's Day, February fifteenth, yeah. basement east. Yes. No. Basement. 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 Yeah, because I wanted to feel yeah, like intimate. MTV plug. Yeah. Unplugged. Oh, yes, yes. It yes. just felt really good to I me. Love the basement. Intimate, vulnerable. February fifteenth, the basement. Intimate. Vul- Leah is letting it all hang out. Yeah. Yeah, but still being brave. You know, there's Obviously. bravery in being intimate. So, anyways, yeah. Being brave, being b- intimate is the most brave thing. It is. It's scary as hell, though. But it's gonna be. <laughs> this is gonna be such an exciting year. I cannot wait to see how it all comes together because I know now that you have committed to yourself and you've given it up yeah. to like the higher power yeah. but you're also like picky about who you're picking yeah. on your team like God is going to assemble something great for you this year I cannot wait not to I be like, so, like I receive it g- hands in the air but from seriously from your mouth to the Lord's ears I receive it <laughs> so this whole thing has been inspirational but I wrap every interview with yes. leave your light so just leave inspiration things something that you wish you would have known when you were you know, maybe that you wish you would have known now that you just learned or yeah. that you told your younger self or something you've learned about the struggle yeah. or just some inspiration to share with all those people listening. Yeah, all y'all listening. <laughs> um, I think it's, you know, we kind of covered it and it's really just being a badass or somebody that goes out there and, and fights and pushes and never gives up. 
never give up one, but two, um, it's okay to say I'm not okay. And in that, that's the most badass thing that you can do. Um, and that's the most brave thing that you can do to say, you know what? I'm scared, but I'm going to do it because God's got me. And so I don't know, be a vulnerable badass. <laughs> Leah Turner, <laughs> drop the mic. Oh my gosh. This is your year. You're Yay. amazing. Thank you so much for joining Thank me. you. I appreciate it. <laughs> freaking inspiring is Leah Turner. I am so excited to see her future in music, where she ends up, because she is on her path. She has figured out who she is, and this is going to be an epic year for her. So excited. Loved having her join me. I know she just lit you up inside. Y'all be watching out for her music. Leah Turner, everywhere, 2018. Thanks for joining. Love you guys. Peace.